This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone to follow us and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and uh, Spotify. And then check out our sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos. Um, There's a location on Capitol Hill and in Wallingford. And our newest sponsor, Soulmates. They're at 1422 Harvard Ave. So if you know the Capitol Hill area on the corner of Pike and Broadway, you'll see a QFC. Go up the stairs around the corner, you'll see Soulmates. So if you like Jordans, Yeezys, Off-White, Travis Scott, Supreme, Bait, Cause, uh, stop by the shop. They, they um, They got you covered. And we're working with them to get a special promotion so that listeners can shop online and get either free shipping or 5% off or something. So stay tuned for that because uh, it is coming. Uh, so today, what up, Jose? What's up? What's up? Bam. Fist, fist bump. bump. <laughs> so fans know Jose Cervantes. You were on my show two years ago, almost to the day. Time flies. Time flies, yeah. man. I was looking at it today. And it's, uh, yeah, it time, time definitely flies. And the last time you were here, you had just had your pro debut boxing and your kid was born while you were fighting probably, or was yeah. it? Yeah, was, yeah. While I was fighting. While you were Actually, fighting. while the fight finished, while the fight finished, boom, knocked him out. Baby came out too. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you, your fight was over and I, you know, the, I told Laura, I was like, he's because you had mentioned something before. I had yeah, seen yeah. you before. And then I told Lord, he's got to go. It's like you can't have, because usually when fights are over, 
you know, people go, you take pictures, you know, you mingle with the crowd a little bit. I was like, he's got to go. Yeah. And I just, I remember I just, you know, patted you on the back and I saw you leaving still in your, in your, in your, in your trunks. trunks. You just put a shirt on. Yeah. So we spoke about that last time. So, I mean, that was, that was pre shut down. And yeah, that was, how's the, the last two years been, been for Oh man. Well, the baby's definitely bigger, you know, two years older now. Ezequiel. Ezequiel Levy. Yeah. (laughs) Little fighter, man. Fighter, wrestler, soccer player, you know, with two, well, be we older brother and older sister. He's just active, you know, he's just active. And, um, man, we've just been going at it, you know, same thing, same routine, family, work, and boxing, you know? Family, work, and boxing. That's right. That should be a t-shirt. I family, know, right? work, and boxing. Yep, family, uh, work, so and boxing. So you're currently 3-0. and 3-0, three knockouts. Three knockouts. Um, The first fight, Emerald Queen. The second fight? Emerald Queen Emerald as well. Queen. Yeah. And then the third fight in? In Guadalajara, Mexico. Guadalajara. That's one of the harder ones for me to pronounce. Guadalajara. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Are you where were you from? Guadalajara. Are well, you? born in California, but my family, I was raised in Guadalajara as well. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was born in Guahuila. Guahuila? Where's that? In like in dead center. All right. It's uh if you look at Bronzeville, Texas, we're straight south. Okay, okay. Yeah, so probably, like, I don't even know what Bronzeville is. No? I'm the type of person, I don't know the maps. <laughs> I don't know presidents. I don't know. Come on, man. It's the southernmost part of Texas. It's, okay, you know, okay. How it comes down to that yeah, little yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right Texas, there. Yeah. Right. All right. The very southernmost point, you just go straight. So, like, we're, my family's from right dead center in the middle of the country. Desert. It's not fail. It's ugly no. there. <laughs> I did not like going there as a kid. Yeah. It was Have you visited? Fun. Man, the last time I, so... My grandparents were from this ranchito named Dipolito, little tiny, little tiny, um, no, hardly running water. My grandpa didn't get uh, indoor plumbing until I was 16. Wow. So before that, everything was an outhouse. Before that, they would heat up water on the stove to take a to take a bath, to take yeah. a shower. Uh, but when I was 16, they finally got plumbing and you could take. He didn't have a hot water heater still, though. So the showers were yep. cold. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep, with the balde. And and the houses were all adobe. Yeah. Dirt floors, no grass, no trees, like out in the middle of the desert, just yeah. cactus. Uh, so I haven't been there since I was 17. Now when we go to Mexico, we go to the beach. <laughs> no need to go back there. No, no. Although most of my family right now is in Monterrey. Okay. So they're in, uh, they're in a city. I mean, that's a huge city. Although, um, it was tough there a few years ago. Like there was a lot of cartel nonsense in Monterrey. Yeah, yeah. But it seemed to. I believe it seems to have calmed down. My uncles are telling me that it's not so bad anymore. Um, but. The main reason I don't go is because there's not a beach. And I mean, yeah, if we're going to go to Mexico on vacations, <laughs> you want to relax on the beach, you know? A, you know, a margarita just doesn't hit the same <laughs> when you're in a concrete jungle. Right. You need a beach. You need someone offering you freshly uh, harvested oysters right on the beach. And you don't get that in Monterrey. No. You don't get that at all. <laughs> uh, so... So you have a fight coming up. 
I do, yeah. And how's that? Man, well, excited, you know, excited to fight. Well, I, my, my, my last fight, I was excited about that one, too, you know, because I hadn't fought since COVID, you know what I mean? Since yeah. COVID. And when was your Guadalajara fight? That was November. That was, I think, November or... Fuck, I don't know. I'm a boxer, man. I got bad memory. <laughs> now I'm playing. No, that was... Yeah, I think that was in November. Um... And I was excited about that one because they told me, like, hey, you want to fight in Mexico? Yeah, where at Guadalajara? I'm like, well, that's where I'm from. There you, you go. Know, that's my, my family's out there. You know, like, I can bring people. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Will you have a fight? Did so, they? Did, yeah, did they man. I pulled, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold about, I mean, I don't know, maybe like 60 tickets out wow. there. Yeah, yeah. Just family members, you know, coming from. Not too far, but yeah, they 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 showed nice. up, man. It, it was cool out there, so I was excited about that fight. You know, Came when was back. the last time you had seen them? Oh man, a, a long bit? time. Yeah, long mm. time years. Probably I can say about eight, nine years. Okay. Yeah. I so man, that's cool. Not only do you get to see your family, but they get to see you right do what you love and get to see you knock someone out. Exactly. I mean, that's I didn't get to, I didn't get to spend too much time with them because I mean, I got there. Three days before the fight, but I was still trying to make weight, you know, so or or, or still trying to relax before the fight. So, yeah, right. I saw my family here and there. Not too much. I was just trying to rest, trying to eat healthy, you know, still working out, still Man. trying to cut weight. So the day of the fight. Yeah, I kicked it with them after the fight. Went to go eat some tacos, you know what I mean? <laughs> some fire tacos, too. Oh. And then the following day we kicked it. And then I believe. That was Sunday we kicked in, and then on Monday I came back. I had to come back to work. Uh, you know? Man, I bet you they appreciated and loved every oh, yeah. second of that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kept asking me, hey, when's the next one? When are you coming again? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's so this next one's not there. This next one's not there. This one's going to be here in Bellevue. Oh, it does, there's no bomb tacos. In no, they're not going to be well, no I mean, tacos. There might but, be, but yeah, not like over there, it's you know? It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> man, you're. But yeah, I'm pumped up about this one, man. You know, I I, I really didn't didn't know when there was gonna be fights again here because yeah. of the whole virus thing going on. You know, every right. time there was gonna be a show, it would always get hey, you know, never mind, it got shut yeah. down because of COVID or whatever. You know, and and this one seems like it's going through. The venue accepted, and they're already selling tickets and and all that. You know, so it's a go on this one. That's good. That's um. So during COVID. I think boxing handled it horribly. And they I if you ask me, they lost fans like me because UFC did it so well. UFC handled shutdown really well and primarily it was because UFC built this big facility, the uh, Performance Institute, and it has a, a little mini arena so they were able to completely quarantine it and they kept on doing shows yeah so even all throughout shutdown because they could control it they were still doing and from what i read and i mean who knows if it's real or not boxing was so stubborn and fixated on having fights only in vegas in arenas that they didn't look anywhere else yeah to see where they could mm -hmm. i mean i mean i it seems like if there had and you know boxing is already a little bit messed up where there's so many organizations they don't work well with each other no that's what i was gonna say it's they're so isolated in and of themselves and you know a lot of cooperation they're not known for cooperating but if i were there 
if I had Suleiman's ear, I would say, let's do a deal with the UFC for them to let us use their facility so that we can do some boxing. Yeah. It's like, it seems like there had been, I mean, and I could be completely talking out of my butt. I don't know. <laughs> That's but, just what I think. <laughs> but it seems it's like if they were able to do it, why did it, why couldn't boxing do it? Yeah. Well, they, they started, they, they, they did do something like that when there was going to be fights. Okay. You're about to fight. All right. You need to come into, to the bubble. They called it the yeah. bubble. You know, the hotel, I guess you were at the hotel for, I don't know, a week or two before right. the fight. But yeah, they, there was no fights. You know, I'm like, man, why can't there be? TV fights, you know what I mean, and or or I don't know. I mean, they can stay still make their money off right. of TV views, right? Man, I think UFC proved that you don't need an audience to have good fights. Yeah, good fight. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. And it's know. actually I don't know for fans, it's cooler, it. man. It was like watching these dudes fight with no one there and being able to hear the coaches yell. Yeah. And even being able to hear the fighters, you know, the, the talking that they do. It was really, it was, I liked it. I, I, for, for, for the fans, like you're saying, for the fans it was probably cool, but for the fighter, I don't know. I don't know if it's motivating or, or not without the crowd. You know? I, I could say maybe without the crowd would be cool because you're, you're, you're more concentrated, you know? Yeah. But then I don't think it's that same adrenaline, you know? Like, I can't say my, my, the fans feel me when I'm in the fight, you know? But if you hear them, you're like, Okay, you know, let's go. But I can't imagine fighting with nobody being there. But I mean, we fight in the gym sparring. Yeah. There ain't no fans there. Nobody's screaming. But your coach, right? As UFC was starting to have these fights, the commentators would say, "How will the fighters respond to no crowd? Will mentally they just take it as sparring and not put a hundred percent?" But man, the very first fight cleared that up. And it was it was really good. So they put on some really good shows. Any, I mean, it, I'm sure there's a perfectly valid reason why they didn't do anything. And I'm just a salty fan. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we don't I, know too much about exactly. It. But I just wish that there had been more boxing because I, I mean, I've bought every UFC pay per view for the last three years. I mean, there's probably only a couple that I've missed. That's because we're not here and we got to see it in Mexico for free because Mexico <laughs> doesn't pay for pay per <laughs> That's right. And it would have just been nice to us. Man, we Canelo could have fought a couple more times. It's like, yeah. We, you know, Bud Crawford could have fought a couple more times. It just would have been, it would have been nice. But I'm glad that Washington State is finally starting to be a tad bit normal, mm -hmm. even though they're still super whack here. And that the promoter was able to find a venue and that you have a date yes. for a fight. And it's March. March 12th. March 12th. March 12th, Saturday in Bellevue. So you have six weeks. Six full weeks. Are you in uh, <laughs> full training camp? Well, I'm in training in camp. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I'm full training camp. Um, hitting it, you know, running. I still work. I'm still going to work. Man. You know, I put in my... My eight hours. I was working before the fight announcement. Before I knew, I was working 10. You know, I was trying to take as much overtime as I can. 10 hours a day working Saturdays, you know, trying to save up what I could in case there is a fight so I can, you know what I mean, use some of that money to, I can take time off from work so I can train, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so now I'm only working eight hours. I go, I go, I go to work eight hours. I go train and then I run after I train and yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. Only eight hours. 
Only eight hours. Yeah, only eight hours. Seems like the day goes by a lot quicker. Trust me. <laughs> when gente dice, ay, ocho horas. No aguanto las ocho. Yeah. No, but I'm, that's how I was too. But then after working tens, eight hours, everybody, everybody at work hates me. Like, wow, yeah, you part-time. You're a part-time, part-time. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving at eight hours. I'm like, bro, I got to go. <laughs> you better win. You If you fuck, if you lose, you better not come back to the job site. They tell me, "Hey, I ain't losing. I'm not losing." So, so you you do construction, right? I do construction. Yeah, man. I see that as a workout too. You know, even man. though it's tough and it's tough on my body, but sometimes I'm over here. You know, I carry my 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 tool belt. You know, that's probably like thirty pounds, man. Thirty. I don't know, but it's heavy. It's heavy. Probably thirty or more. <clears throat> I don't I'm think just I've saying, ever picked I'm up just, a light. I'm just saying thirty, but I'm carrying that every day. And we're working, we're working at the Mukashu, um Hotel. So okay. we're already up on the seventh floor, you know. So, yeah, you can take the man lift, but that's always packed. And obviously, if you're waiting for the man lift, your foreman's always like, where are you at? You know, like, we're already up here. So we just get there and go up the stairs, you know. And mm. we're, we're constantly going up and down the stairs. And Sheesh. I see it as a workout, you know I mean? That's what I want to tell myself. You know, it's a workout. It is. Okay, it's a workout. My it's knees workout. already hurt. Yeah. So you wear you wear this heavy tool belt, then you wear steel toe steel toe shoes. I, I don't wear steel toe no more. No more. Yeah, nah. Well, I mean, some jobs require, especially in the union, they require you to. Yeah. But depending on what you're doing, I mean, if you're doing some heavy lifting of something that can might, but what I'm doing right now doesn't really require me to. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna I, say, I, like, yes, I hate it, man. Pounds. Yeah, the, no, man, I hate him. I hated those boots. I, I had wore. To, I had to buy him a, a size bigger just so my fat toe doesn't hit the steel toe. You know, I got I got fat foot right there. My the, the man part of me has to the man part of me is saying I need to tell Jose that I did a lot of hard work too so that he doesn't think he's the only one. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's me construction work every day. You know, and I thought I wasn't gonna work tomorrow. They just call me on my way over. Hey, tomorrow work, right? Six. Oh no. That's why we did this today. Yeah, so that you look. could sleep in. But I mean, it's cool, you know. I mean, I see it as in, all right, I need to take as much money as I can right now, you know, because for this fight, I mean, being here at home, you know, fighting in front of all the people I know or all the people I know that are gonna come over. I hope they come through. Everybody come through, you know. Well, we'll definitely put links to everything. And so um so tickets. so I wanna I wanna a, a full training camp, you know. I don't. I don't want to be. I'm doing. I'm still working right now because obviously the I still got six weeks. But I'm thinking I'm only gonna work two more weeks and ask my boss like, "Why?" Well, I'm gonna let him know ahead of time. Like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take a month off before this fight so I can fully train. I know and he's not cool gonna. With that? I don't know if they're gonna be cool or not, but there's other work every anywhere else. You know, if they don't like it, well, well. But they 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 already they already told me they 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 already supported me on my last fight. Okay. They're like, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. You know, I gave them a notice. You know what I mean, two, three week notice. They gave me layoff, and I was cool. I went to Mexico and came back. They're like, hey, congrats, you're back to work. Let's do it, man. So, I, I probably uh, there's probably people listening saying, oh, he's just using the system uh, to take time off. But we know what I hear when when you say that. I hear that you are a valuable employee. And that your job values you, knows yeah. that there's life outside of work, and that you your work is such of high quality that they're okay giving you your time, and they're happy to bring you have you back because they know you're yes, gonna get. Yes, they're gonna and get that's exactly work. what my superintendent told me to. They, he was like, "Look, Jose, this building is gonna get built with you or without you." 
if you need your time off, you go ahead. You know what I mean? You, we'll, we'll gladly have you. Because I have my former, you know what I mean? This, he speaks highly of me. Like, hey, this kid. Whoa, yeah. We want this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we're, I'm okay with giving that time off. And, 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 and if you're okay with hiring him back, then, yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's do it. The, the reason I say that is because I was listening to the news the other day. And there's this uh, Reddit, right? Reddit is this platform where uh, there's not real, well, there's pictures and video, but it's more like message boards. And there's this subreddit called anti-work. And there was someone representing this because it had over a million subscribers, this anti-work subreddit, which all it is is this huge forum where people were just complaining about their jobs and talking about how they didn't want to work hours, that they wanted to feel valuable, that they didn't want to do more, that their bosses tell them to do. Like, it's basically a bunch of huevones. Whiners. <laughs> so this guy uh, was on the news talking about this subreddit. And <laughs> the person interviewing him said, how many hours a day do you work? And the person said, five he works five hours a day and he was complaining that he was working too much. And then they asked him, what do you do? And then he goes, I'm a dog walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was like, Charlie, right? Yeah. It was what like, the heck? Five, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you don't want to work five hours a day and you're walking dogs. And then they're like that, that's a problem, right? That is a huge problem. But I mean, luckily the, he did get, the, the the person did get a little bit of criticism because sheesh, get yeah, out of here, man. It's I mean, like, I don't know. If I, I, I got my dogs and I, I I have a backyard, you know, so I take them out there. I don't really walk them. So I got four now. So I can't Puppies? Well, no, no, they're big. They're, they're big, big dogs. Yeah, well, American Bully, you know, micro American Bully. They're they're full grown, but they're they're like puppies actually. They're 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 small, you know, and um I don't walk them, but I can't imagine that being a job, you know. I, I knew about it. I knew about it. My mom's like, hey, when, when you don't work, can you take my dog out? I'm like, no. I Man. think she used an app, something like that. Somebody will come to the house and take their dog. Yeah. I mean, it probably shouldn't be your main job. It should be a side gig. Hey, but there's some people lucky enough that they don't have to work. You know what I mean, But and, these aren't the people we're talking about. These people are doing that, pero de todos modos están quejando that they don't have money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like this is this is a different type of person. This is a person that wants to work three hours a day dog walking, but still make enough money to pay for rent, all utilities, yeah. and then enough money to they, go to they, the bar at the week on the week. They probably want the dog to 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 use the same spot every single time to right outside the door so he could yeah be done with his walk yeah. it's like, i mean some people might take offense but i think it's hilarious because i mean like you work you're i mean we're work you work hard and the there's no complaining and if you do complain there should be there are plenty of people that will take your spot yeah yeah and the quickness and do do the job that you do um i i was a machinist for a long time and uh, we had mandatory 12-hour shifts, and I did that for eight years. Wow. And every now and then, we would have to work a Saturday, too. So a potential 66-hour week. and uh, Big checks. 
Big checks only. It wasn't only <laughs> until after. It wasn't only until after I became the the shift lead that I started making pretty good pretty good money. Um, but it was it was hard. It was we we I, I ran CNC mills and lathes, so I would uh, pick up 30, 40, 50 pound chrome bars, put them into a machine. It would machine a one side of it, either, you know, either drill it with a hole in a thread or just flat and then flip it over and do some other design to it. So doing that, you know, a hundred times a shift. Oh, workout. Jeez, I had some big old guns. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? I found an office job at Yavalio. Yup, that's how, that's what happened. Oh, yep. It's over. It was over. Now it's uh, no more. Now I have to go to the gym to lift these bars. Yeah, <laughs> that these. Why I, I I do heavy lifting all day. We're doing. I'm telling. You, we're doing a that hotel. It's um. We're we're doing the deck. We're building the deck. You know, and then they do a concrete, and we're just doing that all over. Eighteen floors up, Jeez. but it's heavy work. Yeah. Are you, you uh, are you afraid of heights? I nah, not really. I mean, I was before my previous job, my previous one in downtown Seattle. We we're going like forty something stories, and Man. I was scared because it was my first time doing it. But after a few floors, I mean, I was still scared. But now coming over here, it's like it's I, only yeah, it's only it's cool. I'm right there on the head. <laughs> if, if if you got, if they follow me on Instagram, I'm always posting videos. I'm always getting in trouble too. I always look my look. look Nobody's watching me. Okay, I post a video. Oh yeah, Ooh. and next thing you know, hey Jose, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I I I follow and I watch, and it's like, man, you and Ricardo. Oh yeah, Ricardo too. Ricardo yeah. uh, does you know post his videos where he's way up there, just you know, just walking just like it chilling. ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. Man, that's tough. I'm not. Sh- I, the, you definitely have to get used to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yep. So you're juggling. A, a, a physically demanding job, working your eight eight hours or so, then heading to the gym. Do like what do you do in between to forget about the eight hours that you just spent at work, and then refresh to get ready to put in another two three hours at the gym. Uh, well, I mean, on on on, I usually I would go home, eat, chill, and then go to the gym. But then I found myself getting tired. You know what I mean? Sometimes oh. I would just make up excuses and I go, because once you're ready on, on rest mode, it's, it's hard to turn that switch back on. That's when you're, you're, um, you're, how do you say it? You're, la, la motivacion or whatever. Well, yeah. You're like, you know what? I got to go. You know what I mean? I, I, so that's when I'll get up and I'll go, okay. I'll tell myself, people, we have to go to the gym. Wow, we got to go to the gym. Yeah, let's go. So I found that being a little bit more difficult, you know, getting home. So now I'm training close to the job. So I'm like, why go go home, rest, and then come back? Let me just get it over get with, it. you know. And Let you're me just warmed get up already. I'm warmed up already, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, if I'm tired, I'll probably stop by for a coffee. Zero sugar, zero everything. Almond milk, my wife tells me. <laughs> it don't taste like nothing. But I get me a coffee to me so I can wake up and I can hit the gym. Yes, I'm tired and all that. But once I'm in there and training, I forget, you know, I forget. Yeah. Especially because I know I'm already tired and I need to push myself some more. I'm just thinking about my opponent, you know, like, man, he ain't working like I'm working. You know, I'm 
doing it, you know, I'm doing it and yeah, I'm tired or whatever, but it's just what needs to be done. You know what I mean? I wait, yeah, it's temporary. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm praying that maybe one day I get a good fight to where, you know what I mean? Okay. It ain't, it ain't going to change my life, this fight, but it's good enough money to where I can just not go to work for a few months or whatever and just keep training towards my next one that that next one might put me on some more money and and eventually keep going on you know only god knows where it's gonna take me yeah well like everything it's a process it's a process yeah then you're you're doing the correct things to get there um i know that you've had some challenges in the last year or so and the the fact that you're still eye on the prize yeah motivated and I mean, and your support structure, your lovely wife and the support sure, that she yes. gives you. So it's like you have all of these things in place mm-hmm. and it seems like you're super taking advantage of it and, and, and running with it. Yeah, I am. I am. She's um, she's 100 percent there, you know, always with my meal preps, with sometimes when I don't want to train, I'm always texting her like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, Jose, I know you're going to ask me if you if you want me to stay going to the gym. I'm like, ah. I wanted you to tell me like, can you just stay with me or something? You know, <laughs> nope. Go to the gym, you, got you know. Stuff and, to do, man. Yeah, but but yeah, man, I'm still going at it. You know, I'm still going at it, and man, trying to stay motivated. You know, and I I have my son too. You know, I have Irvin. He he's a competitor too. You know, he does wrestling, he does boxing, and yeah. and I'm pushing pushing so he can see that it takes commitment. It takes. You need to be there, you know, it's every day, not only when you feel like doing it, you know, because him, if I ask him, you want to go to the gym? He's going to tell me no. He's a kid. He doesn't know. He doesn't have to go to the gym. Yeah. You know, people, you want to go to work? No, I don't want to go to work. I don't have to go to work. I mean, for what? Papa, you pay for everything, you know? But if I show him that 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 I'm going every day, that I'm I'm not I'm not gonna ask him if he wants to go. I'm like, hey, we're gonna go. Maybe he doesn't train 100. percent Yeah. But at least we're there. there. At least he's seen that his dad's putting in work. Yeah, and that he's building the habit. He's building that uh, not it to, so that it's not something that you do sometimes. It's like this is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's it's ingraining that in him so that you know when, you know, he's 20, it's like okay, I have to work. Like it's just yeah. ingrained that you have to work. He has to do something. And how yeah. about your daughter? What is the uh, Oh, my daughter Sarilin, man, the princess. Yeah, my princess. Well, she, 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 everything that her brother's doing, she wants to do to us. She wanted to wrestle too. Yeah, I want to wrestle, Baba. I don't want to do it. When Irvin was wrestling, she wrestled. She cried. She won her first little <laughs> tournament, but she cried after that. I think she did it again, but after her first match, she didn't want to wrestle no more. <laughs> but um, she takes after her mom. I mean, her look, she's beautiful like me. You know, she takes it oh, uh-huh. now my, on, my, on me. But she takes after her on the art artistic part, you know. Oh, Saira, okay. you know how she does the whole drawing yeah. on shoes and all that, and yeah. airbrush, and she does too. She she she's falling right behind her, and she does all that. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, she likes she likes sports and all that too. But sometimes we split. You know, she was doing volleyball not too long ago, but that finished, and we split. You know, Saira takes her, or or we switch. You know, she takes her one way. I take Irvin to the other gym. You know, but. She's there too, you know. She's she's trying to do something with her, you know. She's she she was like, Papa, I want to paint nails, you know. I want to make some money. So she asked her when people come over, family member, hey, I paint your nails. <laughs> I can do it, you know, whatever. Or I don't know if you saw my Instagram. She was doing drawings too. She was draw, drawing. Yeah. She asked my mom, my grandma, I can draw you and grandpa and the dog. I'll charge you like ten dollars. Ten dollars. Like, ten dollars. 
Does she have her little Venmo QR code so that people yeah, can she just... should. She should. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I will take this opportunity to talk about sneakers because I love sneakers. So one of my favorite sneakers is it's from an artist named Warren Lotus. He's a designer, and he basically he deconstructs sh- Nike shoes, reconstructs them with his own style, and sells them. Uh, and he was doing it for a while. And Nike wasn't suing him. He they, they weren't pissed. But then he made this one shoe that got attention from one of the designers from Nike. And then once that happened, Nike was like, nope, can't do this anymore. They sued him. But the last shoe he made was called the Warren Lotus Jason Voorhees. And it looks like a dunk, but it's red. It has a swoosh. And the swoosh, at the end of the swoosh, it's the Jason hockey mask. And then there's black and then there's white on it. I love that shoe. The soulmates, they have two of them, but it's size 9 and 10, I think. So they won't even come close to fitting me. (laughs) If I were to buy this shoe right now, it's about a $6,000 shoe. Damn. So when I saw your, man, I cannot. Sida. 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 Saida? Saida. I want to put another I in there. I want to say Saria. Saria. No, no, Saida. Saida. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry, Saida. <laughs> when I saw that Saida was starting to paint shoes, I sent her a message right away and I said, Do you think you could make these? And I sent her pictures of these Jason Voorhees dunks. And she said something, she said something along the lines like, Well, uh, I think so. Let me think about it. So then when she said yes, didn't even think about it. Didn't ask how much, didn't ask anything, just said, I want them. I said, I'm a size 12. If you want me to get the, because she made it out of an Air Force One, which is a beautiful blank. Oh, it's white. So it's a perfect canvas. She said, no, I'll order them. And I got them and I love them. They are perfect. And I'm sure you've seen them. I saw them. Yes, yes, I did. And I've shown them to all my buddies and they're like, whoa, this is really good. So I'm I mean, the you know, with customs, it's like I'm telling everyone that I know if they pull it, you know, hopefully they start pulling the trigger. And because it's like if you want this, it's like this is pretty cool. So it's like I have my own version of a six thousand dollar shoe and uh, I will post pictures of what she made in the show notes here and in social media. So if anyone here wants like she does, like Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She anything. Does, she can do Seahawk themed. She can do Mariners themed. Yeah, it's, yeah, whatever they want. Yeah, it, airbrush <clears throat> on shirts too. You know, for, oh, our, yeah. our, for birthday parties. You know, hey, my kids having a Pocoyo party, and oh, right here you go. Yeah, that reminded me that I was going to see if she would want to get like this table here. I have this table in the studio. Like, do something on this table. Hey, I, for, I forgot that I was going I'm, to. We have we have this that. table at the house, right? And it's kind of wood looking and got this designs. But my brother in law, you know those little um perf- perfumes that you connect to the light and it kind of yeah. smells whatever. Well, they told me hey, take it off. It means it's already hot. So I will put it on the table upside down and burnt it. Wow. So now she's like, man, I don't like this table no more. I'm like, yeah, well, I can buy you a new one. No, I don't want to. I don't want to buy a new one. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm sand it and I'm gonna paint it myself. So she's been wanting to do it for <laughs> so long. But if you tell her to do something, after this one, she's gonna want to paint everything out the house. And she already told me about the cabinets. <laughs> I know I can do the cabinets. I'm like, I know. Like, 
what does it take? I'm like, well, you either have to sand him or degloss him and then paint him. But I was like, but I'm not okay. a painter. I don't want to know. Jose, I'm going to do it. I'm going to paint it. And I'm like, no, don't do it. So That's beautiful. She's there, man. She's just wanting to do all this stuff. She's like, man, man. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good m- impetus is the word to have because you get some really cool creative stuff, not stuff that you can just find at. I mean, you, can, you there's just so much you can do. Um, th- yeah, that's pretty exciting. And it's like, I like everything with my own twist to it. Like my desk is a regular desk, but this is a, this is a door from like the 1800s that I got at earthwise this, uh, reclamation. It's, it's a store in Soto where salvagers go to old buildings, take all of the molding, the fixtures, doors, and they they go and sell it to this place called Earthwise. So this door is from some house from the 1800s, which is tiny. This isn't even doesn't even look like a normal door, but it's a normal door, and I just used it as a desk top. Yeah, well, that's some imagination right there. I wouldn't have done that. It's a little weird, and then I painted it red because I like, as you can see, I like red stuff. Um, but that is super cool. So I'm going to have to, I need to think about what I want and see if she would want to take on a project like this. <laughs> After this one, I already know she's going to start paper taping everything at the house so she can do the cabinets too and that table. <laughs> no, it's so, so, so you have, uh, your son is a athlete, wrestler, boxer, boxer, soccer, then player. wife and daughter, artist, artist. And then Ezequiel, what's the... Ezequiel, I don't know, man. That kid is just... It seems like he's going to be up to trouble. Well, yeah, he is right now. Yeah, he's beating up on the brothers. and they, But you know what? My, my son made him like that, you know, because my son wrestles, my nephew too. So they would wrestle with him every time they would see him. Yeah. And he didn't like it. But now he's all about, what's up? You know, he, just right. We're just watching movies. And next thing you know... Bam, he just throws a blow or a kick or something. If he sees somebody fighting on the TV, especially because when we're, we're watching boxing, he gets pumped up. But I don't know, man. That kid, he he likes sports too, you know. He likes sports. He grabs all, every time we go to the store, and if I see some soccer balls, football, whatever, I just turn him around the other way because I know he's going to cry gonna for something. You know? and, and me, I mean, I'm te- trying to teach him that not everything he wants, I need to give it to him, you right. know, but... Well, he's I two, do. yeah, <laughs> and they do call it the terrible twos. Yeah, there's a reason for that, I believe. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what he would do. I mean, my son right now, he's really into to boxing and wrestling, you know, and and the, and the kids always watching him, so they always tend to do what they see, you know. But yeah, he might be a mix of the two. Yeah, he might have a, he might have an athlete streak with a flair of artist something artistic. Yeah, he yeah, might yeah, be yeah. a pro wrestler. Or, or no, uh, a WWF wrestler, where still at very athletic, but then a little bit of drama to it, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit not. of Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, yeah. yeah, like the like some cool acrobatic Mexican stuff. Yep, yep, yeah. I don't know, man. I will. We'll, we'll see. What's we'll, we'll see what that kid ends up doing. No, that's exciting. But I'm always there to support him. You know, Irvin. Oh, Irvin always. He's also a gamer, man. He always. He likes gaming, you know, and he tells me, Papa, I don't like it just because I like to play video games. I'm a competitive, you know what I mean? I'm a competitive mode. And once I reach 13, I can enter these tournaments where I can win money. I'm like, what you talking about? He started showing me. I'm like, oh, there is real money in that. I'm like, well, look, Irvin, 
I'm going to support you in anything you want to. I want you to box, but at the end of the day, if you don't want to box, I'm not going to push you to box, you know? Yeah. And you're saying you want to be a gamer. All right. Well, he's like, I was like, give me, put, put the time, do your school. You know what I mean? Your school first. They, they're homeschooled too by my wife. My wife homeschooled them. So I was like, do your schoolwork, do your training. When I'm not here, do your training. He has his punching bag in the garage. Do your training. And now you're giving us what, what, what we want you to do. Right. Then I'm gonna support you in whatever you wanna do, you know. So I got him his his PC, well not PC monitor, yeah. a monitor. I got him the, he needed the new Xbox because I don't know the pixels and this and then he needed this control. I'm like, damn boy, hold up. <laughs> so I got him that, you know, I'm supporting him on anything he yeah. wants to do. I mean, my daughter too, she says she wants to do this. I'm like, all right, here you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, not I don't know about not turning everything into <laughs> business, but money is important, you know. So I don't know. I just want them to to do something that's going to be able to take care of them, you know, in case yeah. one day we're not here. I don't want to be like, damn, well, I don't know how to do anything. I mean, what am I going to do? Mm. I don't know how your parents were, but if I had told my parents I want to be a gamer. Oh, trust me. I still I'm still like you're tripping. <laughs> my mom would have said. Estás bien loco. Hey, but, but hold up, though. Back in the day, gaming was not as big as it is now, though. No. You know what I mean? And, and I'm still like, like, Irving, you no, dude. Man, they I'm can like, make millions of dollars. Yes, man. they can. That's why I'm, that's why I'm like, mm, okay, you know what I mean? But but still, you know what I mean? Sometimes the kid wants to just play video games. We have to go, uh, well, I got this tournament. Doesn't, I don't care about a tournament. We have to go. And then he gives me a little attitude. Then I'm like, see, that's why I don't like you playing video games. Because then when we have to go, you're like, I don't want to go. Well, well, you ain't old enough to stay at the house. You know, like, let's go. I mean, he has time. How old is he? He's 11, about to be 12 this year. Yeah. And well, hey. I mean, he he's still feeling things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like he really digs the wrestling and the boxing. It seems like he does. Uh, so, you know, who, these things will sort themselves out later. But what the what the beauty of what you're doing is that you're not shutting doors. You're not saying no. no. You're not saying you know, estás perdiendo el tiempo. You're yeah, encouraging yeah. and nurturing and uh, well, watering, right? Because you know, as kids grow, they need to be watered. Yes, and- yes. And I'm trying to guide him. You know, I mean, yeah. I as he gets older, I'm gonna tell him. Well, he's already known my past. You know, they my my kids already know what I've been through. You know, right. so I'm always reminding them. You know, like, hey, you got to do things right. If not, you're gonna do what I did and end up where I ended up at. And and the next thing you know, what you really want to do is going to be too late. And yeah. now you're going to have to be like me, juggling work, <laughs> family, and what I really want to do, you know? So, but it's never too late, man. No, it's never not too at late, all. man. And, and, and as long as you want to do something, you can always do it every time. You can always find the time, you know? If you want it, yeah. Yes, if, if you want it. If you it, want it, you can always find the time. Um, but, I mean, the, well, I don't know, fully your you know young jose adolescent jose <laughs> of what was going on but the the benefit though is that right now you're very clear and that you have the you're you're aware to tell them and also giving them an example versus you know someone else who 
I mean, because how common is that for someone who might have not had, you know, who may have made poor decisions in the past, but still hasn't done anything. But then telling someone else, hey, you shouldn't do X, Y or Z when they're not setting any kind of example. So the fact that the example that you're setting while still being able to say, hey, listen, I mean, I may have messed up before. And did I make my life harder? Like, maybe don't do that. Yeah. And you can get further exactly than, than, yes, I, you know, yes. than I did I'm, I'm i'm always giving my life as an example to them you know i'm not quick to point fingers if you do this you can end up like that yeah i tell them like look if you do this and now you can end up like this like me you know when i end up because i'm i i think thanks to god I, I feel like i'm in the right place you know yeah but uh, yes i did commit a lot of mistakes you know with with, with gang banging and partying and everything that comes with partying you know and yeah <laughs> and and I tell them, you know, like, look, there in life, there's going to be friends like this, like that. And it's your choice who you want to hang around with. And it's also your choice to do what you want to do. Don't There's going to be peer pressure. And, right. and, and, and and just like they're peer pressuring you to do something, you can always peer pressure them not to do that. Exactly. You know what I mean, you be that light for them. See, you, you, you can be. You can be the example they're, they're, they're looking for. You know what I mean? Because as when we're growing up, we're only, we don't want to be at home. We're only finding a way out. You know what I mean? Especially if you don't, anyways, I mean, you're just yeah. out there trying to find something to do. You know what I mean? And it's quick to try things. You know what I mean? But right. that, that's where I come in. That's, I'm like, look, yes, all right. I, I tried things and then that, 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 that set me back for so long. You know what I mean? And it put me, it gave me a, criminal record you know what i mean so that that sent me back to i can't get certain jobs i couldn't live at certain places because that thing was on my record you know what i mean yeah. and and it hurt me to have my family and and wanting to rent a place that they they, they wouldn't rent me a place hey we can't rent your place because of this I'm like what that happened three years ago and and four years ago five years ago six years ago eight years ago and we couldn't move we couldn't get a nice place because it was on my record. So until 10 years ago passed by and boom, finally we're able to move to a nicer right. spot. And whenever I could, I always wanted more for my family. I mean, whenever I could, with with God's help, I bought my own house. Now they have their own house, you know, their Beautiful. own room. Yeah. So Beautiful. I'm, I'm t- so that's hopefully what he, I mean, I'm sure that is what he is seeing. He's seeing, you know what? It. I mean, he. there were struggles, but you can avoid them. And yeah. uh, did you pl- did you do sports or box as a kid? I did, but I didn't have somebody there with me pushing me, you know. And so right. I ha- I had that I had that choice. Do I want to go fuck train and sweat and put in work, or do I want to go hang out and right chill and party? Well, I'm gonna go do that. I didn't have somebody. Yeah. I tell him, you're, you're you're lucky. You're blessed to have me by your side telling you, hey, let's go do this, let's go do that. Because right. if I wasn't here, what would you do? I'd probably be playing video games, he right. says, you know, so. So one of the benefits that that you're instilling in encouraging sports and even in, in art, you know, in artistry with your daughter is self-confidence. And I mean, there's been plenty of stories of how you know, gang life comes from a lack of self-confidence and needing people around you to validate you. The only problem is, is that you're choosing people who are equally insecure and equally low in self-esteem to surround yourself with. So if you get to a, if, if you, because he 
is will excel is excelling in in sports getting better at boxing getting better at wrestling that is building self-confidence which then turns into a, a way for him to just say no i don't want to do that yeah i got, I got higher expectations yeah. it's like i just the I, I you know i don't need to and you know if if, if you know if there's a if there's a a wrestling tournament and then someone is saying hey let's go do this but if he wants to win that tournament yeah exactly. then it's like i'm not going to sabotage myself right so that's i mean you know hopefully that is what yeah. will happen but because you're instilling because you are encouraging that is what is it, it that is what is that is what is ingraining in him so i mean i mean you're you're setting them up for success <clears throat> You know, in a way that you didn't have, you know, um, I, I, I was, I've always been a dork. <laughs> so even if I were to have wanted to gangbang, no one would have had me. <laughs> you had to. Because I'm total you, square. Make up your own gang. Right. <laughs> You're almost start my own gang. <laughs> <laughs> the nerds. But yeah, man, like, just like you said it, you know, and I feel like that, that that's how it was, you know, just trying to not to try to fit in in places but just okay i we do this okay you know what i mean i start hanging around with people but as soon as i got to i don't know i think i i left that when i was like 19 years old man i was like man this ain't for me you know what i mean like yeah. i already got locked up i already got shot stabbed over two letters you know what i mean like and then when i was in jail my family is there you know what i mean so i need to take care of mine you know what i mean i need to work so i need to provide for that you know i mean instead of all this yeah so i i moved on you know but there's still other stuff <laughs> there's still other <laughs> that. my you know what i mean my life didn't end it there i mean it's hey, it's a process man it's a process yes now it's, i'm 30 years old I'm, I'm i'm way past all that you know what i mean i'm trying to just move forward that's why i'm keeping myself busy man you know God got me out of the streets, I feel like. God yeah. put Saida in my life to get me out of the streets because without Saida, I would still be probably there. You know what I mean? Who knows? Right. But she was like, no, this, you know what I mean? You need you need better than this and that. And also, God put boxing in there for 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 to get me out of there, you know? Because like you're saying, I had fights coming up, but I was still partying and drinking and whatnot. And I couldn't perform well, you know? And then right. I still started to get to... I was like 18, 19. I'm like, man, when I want to win, you know what I mean? I was winning, knocking people out. But then sometimes I would lose because I would just be tired, you know what I mean? Hungover right. maybe, <laughs> tired. So I wouldn't perform like I'm supposed to. So I, I, I boxing was like, man, you know, I can't do that no more. You know what I mean, I, so I started being more more consistent with training. And that's what got me out, man. And to eventually we're like, man, I don't. To be doing all that, more. you could have just been a dork like me. <laughs> that would have been nice. I probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't have all these tattoos. Did <laughs> this criminal record? Go nerds. <laughs> For if you real. have a choice, just be a dork. That, then then you don't care. It's like okay, fine. No one likes me. I'll just like myself. <laughs> that was my saving grace. I've always loved myself. Yeah, and not you got really, to. not really care. Even though I have no athletic ability. No nothing. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, then, you know, actually, to tell you the truth, no one even tempted me with doing s street stuff. That's how whack I was <laughs> or am. <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> he ain't about that life. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, my mom used to say, 
te van a dar droga gratis. <laughs> Pero no, it's like no one even gave me free stuff. <laughs> like, wow, where, that that? Hey, Ma, where do I go for that? <laughs> it's like, where? <laughs> it's like, I go places, they just walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So I've, I've, yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but unfortunately I can't fully relate because I'm, I'm, yeah, a dork. Yeah, no, no, a dork, a dork. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jose, I know that you had a tough day at work. To, well, a hard day at work today, and you're here right from the gym, and I know you're tired. So I want to thank you for coming in and talking to us yeah, again, yeah, for giving us for an update. Me. And then, I mean, I mean, basically, we, when people hear this, I just want them to say, wow, this dude is working a hard job, has a goal, but still finds the energy the time to balance fighting a pro career and a family with three kids three kids and four dogs four dogs <laughs> <laughs> man i want one of those dogs man hey, I got, for I got, like five thousand dollars yeah, papered up and everything you can <laughs> i'll trade you my eric morales glove up there i'll take those trunks okay those ggg trunks <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm playing, but yeah, man. It, it, if if you want it, you can always find time to do something. Yeah, you know, if you I, want it. There was times where I was working and I had a train, and Saida's like, "Well, you're gonna have to wake up early and go run before work, and then that way you can do everything <laughs> you're trying to do." And I'm like, "What? I mean, I gotta wake up at four in the morning." <laughs> She's like, "Well, you wake up at five anyways to go to work." Well, She's like, difference? "Why not one hour early?" I'm like, "Okay." So I started doing that. Yeah. Waking up at four in the morning, go run, after run, go to, to work, and after work, go to the gym. Ugh. And that's what I needed to do because if not, I would just run out of time. I would just go to work, and then I'll drive all the way home, pick up my son, and then drive all the way to the gym, train. And it was already late for me to run, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to wake up early again, so that that's what I had to do. So there's, mm. there's, there's plenty of hours in the day, so we just have to manage them right. You know, the, you reminded me of something Kobe Bryant said. I've been listening to a lot of what Kobe said. Um, you know, just the, the 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 work ethic on that guy. He 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 was giving this talk where he said, you know, early on I realized that if I get up an hour earlier and stay an hour later, I can add fourteen hours of training. In my week, <laughs> wow. I'm like okay, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. It's like it sounds dumb and simple, but that's the. I mean, yeah. that's that's what it takes, man. That's it's the. There's plenty of uh, of NBA players who have stories of going to the gym, <clears throat> going to the to the yeah, going to the gym. Kobe's there. They work out. They're done. And they just want to, they, they're just, they just sit back and see and say, okay, how long is Kobe going to be working? Kobe finishes an hour later and they ask him, well, why are you here so late? He's like, because you weren't. Yeah. I want to be. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm here early because you're not here early and I'm here late. Cause you're, I mean, that's just, that's power, man. Yeah, that's power and a lot of time in that guy's hands to do all that. I wish I could stay. I mean, I, I, I trained three hours. That's, Three hours. I get there, warm up, change. I mean, I'm still in work clothes right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
train and then three hours. If if I could stay longer, I could. I mean, yeah. but then also well, I, mean, I have my kids and my wife. I gotta see, you know. Yeah. But I mean, there's the reality that yeah. has to be applied to each individual. But you you're there mentally there. I mean, mm-hmm. otherwise you just wouldn't do it. Right? Yeah. Otherwise you would be like, man, I climbed up 16 flights of stairs with a 30 pound tool <laughs> belt on. I'm just gonna sit on the couch and eat a taco. I'm gonna just chill today. <laughs> right. And you just you just can't do that. But you've got a fight in six weeks. So um, I'm going to put the link for tickets in the show notes. I'm going to I've already posted, but I'll post it again. Um, uh, a social media post directing people there. Use code box one box one. Yes. And then you'll get a, you'll get a discount on your ticket. Uh, it's going to be at the Maiden Bauer Center in Bellevue on march 12th march 12th and i think everyone should go and support uh number one support because my boy my boy jose has worked hard as you can hear and he's actually doing it so we need to go and support and then second we need people to go to events man yeah we need so, more so, events so they can see that it's all good you know yeah. what i mean the, the amateur fighting is starting to happen again yeah. and and it's going well, you know, one went down, two, three. So now right. it's starting to open and yeah. hopefully we get more fights coming up, you know. Yeah, we need events. I love going to, yeah. I love going to fights. I've uh, actually, we took our friends to your first debut and man, they still talk about it. <laughs> Let the, them know there's another yeah, one coming. Yeah, I, yeah, they they saw, <laughs> they saw my post. So we're, we're, we're well, we'll see if they're able to come. Um, but definitely check that out. So, Jose, again, thank you so much yeah, for coming you. by and talking. All of this information is going to be in the notes. So we, I'm strongly encouraging everyone to support. Um, what are your parting words for us? Um, that we can do anything we put our mind to, you know, and train, train hard for me. And I hope everybody does, too. You know, if it's not training, study, go to school or work whatever they doing you know what i mean just keep on pushing in life life ain't over till it's over <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed <laughs> all right well thank you everyone for listening um and then again thank you for subscribing on any of your podcast apps check out the sponsors rancho bravo tacos and capitol hill and in wallingford and soulmates uh at www.sms206.shop um their links are going to be everywhere and then um, also do me a favor and give me and hook me up with a review. Click that five stars and say, yo, Carlos is a dork, but he's pretty cool. <laughs> and I was 97% sober during this show. So Ooh, nice. that's <laughs> a rarity. Um, all right. Thank you, Jose. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Adios. Thank you. Adios.